Couple of quick plugs before we start today's show. If you want to follow us on Twitter, our handle is at Narbos Podcast. If you want to email us, our email address is narbosandbroomheads at gmail.com. Hit us up with your comments on future episodes of Degrassi Junior High and Degrassi High. And if you want to be on a future episode, let us know as well and we'll try to set something up. You can also uh, follow our show on all of the podcast platforms, including iTunes, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and uh, Spotify. So please give us a follow and subscribe on any of those sites, and uh, you will be able to get us pushed to you every single week. The theme music for this show is brought to you by a band called Ew, You're a Girl and Girls Suck. They are a punk band from here in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, and their Bandcamp page is iagags.bandcamp.com. That's E-Y-A-G-A-G-S.bandcamp.com. They used to watch Degrassi episodes when they took breaks from recording back in the 90s. Uh, anyways, that's about it for the plugs. Let's get to this week's episode. Broomheads, and uh, we're talking about Degrassi. How strange, everyone, on a Degrassi podcast. Yes, we finished my so-called life, and after mulling over what we would do for a long, long time, the power of Sean's biceps was too much, and we had to do season six of Degrassi, The Next Generation, so here we go. Starting off with Here Comes Your Man, part one. I know everybody's excited to talk about this. And probably the most excited, I guess we'll see what happens when she uh, takes herself off mute, but making her comeback. Courtney! Oh, I should have brought some music with me. Yeah. Good job. Did you miss us? I miss you like crazy. Tears, heartache, depression. I'm so happy to be back. I mean, you had a whole bunch of tornadoes since uh, we last talked. It's yeah, we're the new tornado alley. It's Kansas up here. You had um, you had a tornado like a few weeks ago, and then yesterday, what was it like? Baseball sized hail. Yes, um, my neighbor had his car totally damaged. Nice. Oh, and she's put herself on mute, everybody. Oh, and she's not. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, guys. Um, yeah, I have a little screaming child here in the background, but who doesn't? Um, but yeah, we've been uh, hit by a couple tornadoes, tons of hail. It's been bonkers up here, but it's nice and calm today. Hurrah. All right. Well, you're alive, so that's good, right? Yeah. yeah. And I'm just getting ready to go to my legal car race tonight. So uh, nice. let's hurry this up. All right. Well, speaking of screaming children, who have we got screaming out in Newfoundland tonight? Hey, it's me, Ted. <laughs> good one. She's screaming like crazy over here. Hello. And uh, excite- And this is, I continue my streak of not having watched the show before until now. So, and what a pleasant surprise this was. <laughs> what, a, what a first couple episodes. But I won't spoil anything. Uh, let's bump it over to, I looked up this person's city um, and looked up fun facts. And a fun fact was, this is the 16th largest city in Canada. And I don't really agree that that's a fun fact, but there it is. Who is that? Who is that 16th largest city person? 
Uh, I'm assuming it's Regina. So See, couldn't you tell because of the funness of that <laughs> of that fact? I Come thought on. it was Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everybody! It's me, Arlo, coming to you from Regina, Saskatchewan, and uh, great to have you back, Courtney. We missed you a lot. You're practically a guest host at this point, <laughs> but I get it. It's summer. You have children, screaming children. You know, that's what happens during the summer, right? Like you spend time with your kids and you're super busy because your kids are around all the time, right? Yeah. And they Makes sense. A lot. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I'm super excited to be talking about Degrassi again. Um, I think absence kind of makes the heart grow fonder in that regard a little bit. Um, I think probably by the end of season five, some things were feeling a little formulaic. So I'm I'm happy we took the little foray into my so-called life, but it's it it feels it feels right in my heart that we're back to Degrassi here. Well, someone really wanted to join us specifically to talk about Degrassi season six. Uh, one of her favorite seasons of Degrassi, she told us off the air. Stacy. <laughs> oh yes, definitely. If favorite means least favorite, then yes, season six is definitely my favorite season of Degrassi. Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know what to tell you. I mean, you reference it a lot in your TikToks. I know, because I hate it so much. It's funny to make fun of. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Well, gang's all here, and uh, maybe let's just get into this. People have been waiting for a long time for us to talk about Degrassi again. So, season six starts off with Here Comes Your Man, part one, which apparently aired in the United States on September 29th, 2006, and two months later in Canada, on November Ooh. 28th, 2006, I don't know. I'm not buying it, but I guess that's what happened. So, good job, America. You got Degrassi first. <laughs> mm -hmm. <clears throat> yep. And uh, I'm trying to think, like, where did we leave off? I guess uh, this season, <clears throat> I think the biggest mistake that they made was that all those kids who graduated at the end of season five, they're like, you know what? Let's see what they do in university because that would be super interesting. So they just couldn't let them go. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, various children, they ended up flunking so that they could stick around in the school. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But so, yeah, Spinner, Spinner flunked. Because he's dumb, right? Yes. Well, he got and kicked out of school for for a year or two. No, but he's Jimmy, also dumb. He's also Jimmy, dumb. Jimmy flunked because he missed too much school because he got shot. Yeah. Like, couldn't yeah. they made an exception there? Like, why? Nope. I don't. Sorry, I, Jimmy. No, they waited till the, they waited till the very end of the school year to yeah, pull they him aside. Two days before he was supposed to graduate to yeah. tell him. Oh, by the way, you're not graduating. Yeah. Congratulations. And what was his rebuttal? He went, aww. And that was it. There was no more to it than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There are no options. There's nothing you can do. Enjoy that wheelchair. No. So Yeah. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. Have fun coming back next year. Let's see. I actually had to reread what happened during the season to when I was watching the episodes because I was like, why was Sean in Wasaga Beach again? Like, And I was just like, I, I don't know. When we stopped watching it for a while, my brain just turned into a puddle of goo and I have no idea. <laughs> mm -hmm. So end of last season, uh, uh, Ashley came back from London. Yep. 
and uh, oh, everyone is very excited about that. Around. Yeah, Ashley also going to be in school this year because when she was in London, I guess she just didn't go to school. Didn't go to school. Or they're like, British school doesn't count in Canada. <laughs> so she's also in school. That's right. Yes. Um, makes perfect sense. Uh, Liberty has had a baby and given up for adoption. Yes. That happened. Um, Spinner was dating Darcy for a little while. Yeah, Darcy went um, to Bible camp, and at the yes. very end of season five, Spinner fucked Paige. Darcy found yeah. out. Spinner saw her go onto the bus to go to Bible camp all summer, which sounds like torture. And <laughs> <clears throat> the very last line of season five, he's like, if she looks back before she gets on the bus, then it's okay oh, I fucked Paige, and we're going to go out again. And then she looked back. So... Yeah, that was the gist. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that happened, and just to just as a refresh, because I couldn't remember why Sean was in Wasaka Beach. Like I was like, what? I don't remember. So it was because he, you know, he was part of the whole shooting situation. You know, he uh, was the one who stopped Rick, and because of him wrestling with with Rick, Rick's gun went off and shot rick to death basically and then sean was having a bad time of it he wasn't handling it very well he didn't have a support system here and he went back to wasaga beach because his parents were there and it was a better support system for him basically yeah leaving ellie all by herself paying the rent uh as yes. well by the way so yes. i i believe too when they're wrestling over the gun he cannon shot uh, rick's penis off <laughs> yes i think that was, that was the story <laughs> yeah. right that is yeah that is canon and mm-hmm. he didn't he yeah. wasn't emotionally handling that very well so yeah. yes that's why he was in wasaga beach let's see Paige is going off to banting um and uh she recently broke up with alex yes because she was trying to control alex's future or something like that and alex was supposed to you know move to banting and it didn't work out etc cetera, etc cetera. And I guess Marco and Ellie are both going to university, the same university, and Marco and Dylan have reconciled as well. Yeah. Anything else? Um. No, that's it. Somebody's sawing or something. I don't know what's happening (laughs) over there. (laughs) Anyways. All right. So let's get this party started. Uh one person who we haven't mentioned yet, everybody's favorite Degrassi character, Peter Stone. Uh, right? Yeah. He's <laughs> amazing wow. dude. So, yes, if you recall, also in season five, Emma was uh, dealing with uh, anorexia and had, I guess she was in the hospital, and Peter was there for her. And Peter and Emma are dating, and Manny puts up with it. Even though Peter showed the whole school Mandy's boobs against her will. Remember that part, everybody? Ugh. Yep. <clears throat> yep. I, I, yep. Love, I love how much Miriam McDonald hated that. She's like, why would Emma ever do that? In what universe would a best friend ever do that to another best friend? <laughs> well, because Emma's horrible. That's why. She's <laughs> yeah, we're going to find that That's out. Why. Episode, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Peter, Emma, and Peter's father are out celebrating Peter's 17th birthday. Uh, Peter's like rich and influential father. Though, do we ever determine what he actually does for a living? No. <clears throat> yeah, I don't think man. so. He's just a man of influence in the Toronto yeah, area. His, his yeah. job is 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 money. Yeah, wheeling and dealing. <laughs> yeah. So they're standing there after having some sort of meal. The valet pulls up with a convertible, and Peter's like, "Uh, Dad, this isn't uh, this isn't your car. He made a mistake." <laughs> 
and his dad and his dad yeah his dad's like you're right son it's not my car it's yours and then they uh. <laughs> peter and emma just get in the car and fuck off and start driving yeah mm-hmm. yeah to a musical montage. Yeah. Yeah. We get some cool ska. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pick it up. Yeah. So they're, uh, yeah, they're driving around Toronto, various streets. The last one, I believe, is the Gardner Expressway. So. Yes. Yeah. Oh, it is. my As favorite. the New Yorker who knows Toronto, that is definitely the Gardner. I love the Razor flip phone. I was taken back to 2006. I had that same pink Razor <laughs> flip phone. Uh, so did I. <laughs> oh, my God. I love that thing. <laughs> I felt so cool. Yeah. 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 And uh, as you said, the, the ska music is playing. So they finally pull up by a park, I guess, to get out and skank to the music. I, I believe this song is is Get Loose by The Salads, if anyone wants to put it on their playlist. All right. Uh, so as they uh, park their car, dun 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 Get your, uh, yeah, get your, if you're a guy, your boner ready, you ladies, your, uh, <laughs> your lady parts all uh, revved up because uh, here's Sean Cameron, who is super sexy. Uh, mm-hmm. What happened to this kid? Uh, he is looking very 18. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, my God. It's uh, so funny. Yeah, so he's... So he's wearing a wife beater. He's got a ponytail now. He's what? Like, he's like 50 pounds heavier than when we last saw him, but like in a good way. No, he was. No, he was kind of. Mm-mm. He's. I think he's actually thinner, just more muscular in season six because he was kind of bulky in season four. Well, he's uh, he's been doing some working out. So, <laughs> yeah, he, he he filled out in some of the right ways, let's say. Uh huh. Is it um? Is it a wheels ponytail? Does it have a voice? <laughs> no, oh my no. god! Wheels Wheels's ponytail was the worst, and I'm so glad it went away after like two episodes because that was awful. <laughs> uh, yeah. Now this is this is a better. I think this is a better ponytail. Look, it's at more like a, war, also, a a warrior ponytail, kind of like you know, like a man bun ponytail in the back. Because Wheels had a mullet. <laughs> yeah. Look and on Sean, look at that! Look at that beef. It's like he got an arm uh, replacement. Like somebody came in and gave him like Goro's arms from Mortal Kombat. Like, look at those things, fucking guns. Well, and he really like the appearance of Sean really hits home. What a skinny little weasel Peter, Peter is. is. Oh yeah, no. yeah. I mean, Peter may be three feet taller than Sean, but yeah. Huh. <laughs> but yeah, Short like King. Peter. Peter is looking seventeen. Like yeah. Sean is looking eighteen. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a real <laughs> fine line. Uh, so Emma is, of course, surprised to see him, and Sean says, "Yeah, I'm with Jay now." Jay very quickly clears uh, the air and says, "They are not fucking." Uh, he uses the term "easy broke back mountain," and I'm just like, I- "Movie is so old already." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, yeah, there's I, a few uh, pop culture references in these uh, next couple of episodes that are like, oh, maybe yeah. now, really anyone, dating. Did dating anyone itself. else notice this? Because I noticed it tonight watching the episode. But when Jamie Johnston comes out of the car for Peter and Emma to like he shakes hands with Sean, I could see his fucking mic pack in his back pocket. How did <laughs> no one shooting the show notice <gasps> oh, no. that? I didn't yeah. notice either. Yeah. 
and I had never noticed it before. And I've seen this episode like 50 times. And I, it was the first thing I spotted. And I was like, is that his mic pack? And I rewound it. And sure enough, it was in his back pocket. You <gasps> Sloppy. Yeah. Sloppy, Degrassi. Degrassi. Yep. down. Um, <laughs> <clears throat> by the way, I think, you know, everybody our age knows what Brokeback Mountain is. But, you know, like if you're a, this is 2023. So if you're a, what, 17-year-old? Uh, who's watching the show for the first time? Like that's a pretty old movie to you. It's about cowboys who fuck, right? Like, right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, one of them's dead now, right? Yes. Yes. Oh, God, yeah. So yeah, Jay that's wants true. Jay wants to make sure that uh, that uh, everybody knows he's not gay. So once mm-hmm. one's dead and one is canceled because he broke Taylor Swift's heart. Uh, <laughs> yes. Well. That's half of Hollywood, isn't it? Oh, hot take. Oh, mm, you're going to get canceled. That's going to get canceled now. Oh, geez. Again. Uh, so <laughs> so uh, Emma immediately forgets about the existence of Peter. And so Peter clears his throat, hinting he wants to be introduced. So Emma does the introduction. Peter says, oh, you are the Sean. And Sean says, <laughs> if I was Sean, I'd be like, do you mean the because I got in a fight with Drake? Do you mean the because I shot off Rick's dick? Do you mean the because I <laughs> fucked your girlfriend? Like, what's with the am I? But uh, Peter makes sure to uh, let Sean know that Emma is his property by putting his uh, by arm, putting his arm around her. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I own this. A, that is such a guy thing to do. Ugh, God. Yeah. <laughs> one, like, one sort of retcon thing about Degrassi, the next generation, is like they. They always like make out like Sean and Emma to have been some kind of great romance in the past or something like that. Like they dated for like two weeks when they were 12. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're, they're I, I'm not sure where this whole like she dated him for years thing kind of comes from. But well, they dated uh, twice. They dated like for a little bit in season one. Then they dated from the middle of season two into season three, which was probably spanning close to a year at that point. So, I mean, they did mm. date a while, but yeah, it was before they like grew up really. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. just strange. Like it's some big epic romance that they had or something. And it's like, uh... a, a lot of that dating the second time around was similar to uh, like the longest period of time where Joey and Caitlin dated, which is like off screen. Right. Like, yeah. right. Like they dated from the end of, uh, Degrassi Junior High, I think, to the start of Degrassi High, but yeah. you never saw it because it was the summer, and you don't have shows in the summer in Degrassi. And then <laughs> they dated again from the end of Degrassi High until school's out, which we never saw. So we're just like, oh, time has passed, and they were dating. So, right. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so then Sean tells him that he's coming back to Degrassi, much to Emma's surprise. So yeah, and de- and delight from her face. <laughs> Now yeah. <laughs> she's like, "Oh, really?" <laughs> Sploosh. Yeah, yeah. That. <laughs> All right, so we need to talk about the new show intro at oh, this God. point. Um, so for five seasons, we've had various versions of the children's choir. Uh, you know, with lots of. We miss the moaning. Yes, uh, <laughs> we have now. We now have the whatever it takes song. No lyrics. Mm-hmm. It's um, still performed by Jackalope, apparently, but they, I don't know, fired their singer. I have no idea, but yeah. yes, no lyrics. So every character that's credited now gets an introduction where it's the actor or actress doing something like with green screen behind them of 
like past scenes moments. from them in the past, right? Yeah. So yeah. <clears throat> I don't know what your favorites are, but here are some of my favorites. <laughs> I hope you bring up what I want to bring up, but please, please go ahead because yes. <laughs> uh, and by the way, when I uh, when I watched this season with uh, Sarah's kid, we would like narrate what the characters were uh, doing in the uh, intro all the time. <laughs> yeah. So first we get fucking sexy Manny Santos hair flying into the screen. Uh, meanwhile, in the background, shots of like. Manny looking like she's 10. Uh, mm -hmm. um, then there's Sean uh, looking like, oh, this is all so lame. He's shaking his head. Meanwhile, in the background, we have young, crying Sean. Uh, yeah. And then, my favorite, Drake is in the wheelchair. Yes, thank you for bringing this up. Just sitting there. In the background is the scene where he gets shot. He gets shot, yeah. <laughs> I pointed this out. I pointed this out on Degrassi. Oh, God, what the hell's the account on Instagram? The throwback Degrassi account. And I pointed it out. And so many people responded to me and said, oh, my God, I never noticed that. I'm like, yeah, they show him getting shot in the intro yes. of season six. It's like, mm -hmm. what are they doing? I'm convinced that Daniel Clark was rolling his eyes because they flat ironed his hair for the intro. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and he got pissed off. Yeah. That's my theory with that. <laughs> uh, we have Spinner giving the big, like, get the fuck out of here. Like, all, like smiling though right like waving his hand at the camera like uh, the dipshit that he is yes yeah uh jay tosses his hat at the camera because he's a bad boy um and then five year old jay yeah and then <laughs> peter like comes up and i just want to pause the show and like punch my tv <laughs> i love how much you don't like it oh. yeah just the at most they didn't like stick a camera on him this time uh, yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, those are, I don't know, did anyone else notice anything? But, like, this is, like, the new, like, grown-up intro, right? Oh, I'm so Well, and they're like, sorry, thing. Jake Goolsby, you're out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You they just didn't make the cut, to, kid. Yeah, they kicked him to the curb. Poor Toby. Jesus, yeah. he was just discarded. Yeah, like, Ryan Cooley gets an introduction, and, uh, I mean, we'll see if he lasts the season, everybody. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> It can only go up from here. <laughs> yep. Big things ahead for that cat. For that cat. Yep. Uh, so it's the first day of school, and JT, Liberty, and Toby arrive together talking about how it's their last year of school. And I guess just to remind people that haven't, you know, if they took a break for summer, they're like, well, this is our last year of school. I'm like, yes, it is. Mm -hmm. uh, Drake mm -hmm. and Spinner are there and remind us that they are now back to school, and they're with the little kids now. So... Yep. I guess Spinner's been with a like a grade less for like a a year already, right? Well, he's been dating one of them too, right? Like he's dating. Yeah, well, he. I mean, that's how he got together with Darcy because he got held back a year, like a year ago. And Darcy's even younger, though. Yeah, she's, she's not with them. She's younger than them. Oy. Good job, Spin. <laughs> uh, Ashley shows up. I was and I had forgotten that she was back, so I was thrilled. I'm like, oh great, there's Ashley. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, absolutely no reason for her. no for right she did not have to come back she really didn't have to come back well i don't I'm, understand that no, well, they needed a romantic interest for jimmy i guess right but why no one who liked listen okay like you were talking about the sean and emma thing you have people who like sean and emma you have people who like sean and ellie you had people for some reason who like craig and manny no one really liked craig and ashley who liked ashley and, and jimmy and why did they have to date like four different times on the show 
<laughs> Seriously. Yep. It, it didn't go well the first time. I mean, she basically kissed him because he liked Ellie, got rejected, and was like, oh, this wheelchair. And she's like, I'll kiss you. Like, that's that's what happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically, like, pity. Like, oh, okay, I'll date you again. I feel bad that Ellie hey, it, rejected you. It worked you. for Steve and Miranda on Sex and the City. He was like, going to want to fuck some guy with one ball. And she's like, I will. And then she ended up getting pregnant. Then right. they got married. And that's true. Come on. And then she became a lesbian. That yeah, that's okay. Aw. But in, I, I mean, in then in the Sex in the City spinoff that I know Courtney you love, don't they like screw it all up again? Oh yeah, oh the, yeah. The new new one or the 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 new new one? Yeah, with the Where they're old. Yeah, yeah. And... She like leaves Steve and starts dating women. Oh yeah, she starts leaving. Yeah. yeah, she or leaves... non non binary. Yeah, her for first ch- girlfriend was non binary, and then yeah. uh, she she declares she's a lesbian. Oh. I was like, oh, all right, cool. She yeah. declared, yes. She's like, I went from um, two balls to one ball to no balls. Yes, <laughs> it was a natural progression. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Slowly made my way in that direction. Uh, <laughs> also, city. Also, I'm this- assuming maybe they wanted, like, for Jimmy, they wanted someone that he could have an accelerated relationship with. Maybe, right? Like, they didn't want to necessarily like start him from scratch with a girl. Like, they wanted his storylines to be able to go straight into like a serious committed relationship or something like that well right because i mean the only reason that i can think of date hazel for more than a year more than a year they got together in season three broke up in season five and nothing happened between them like jimmy and hazel were just like there they weren't even anything like they dated the most out of anyone on that show and degrassi spent like no time on their relationship at all they were they were particularly chaste as well you know yeah Mm -hmm. yeah you would just be like hi jimmy and kiss him on the cheek like Mm -hmm. that's it yeah Yeah. oh yeah where's she gone they broke up yeah yep she she graduated and then fell off the face of the earth because degrassi (laughs) didn't want to follow hazel anywhere she Mm -hmm. went down she went to ld's boat Yes. There. Oh no. Exactly. Sailing the islands. No, stay away from the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Hazel. You'll never, Hazel. You'll never come back. Uh, this is the yeah. only scene, by the way, for the next three episodes where we see Ashley. So good job bringing her back. Um, <laughs> they also, they didn't make like you know when characters come back from from England, they typically like have, have that they're flat in their mobile. They didn't do that with her. Thank God. Oh, I, I love when that happens. Uh, she totally well, she would, too. Right? Yeah. She was wearing a really 100%. awful hat when she first came back. At the yeah, they did it a five. little bit with her last year when we saw her back for the first time. Yeah. Yeah. But she didn't call it a mobile. <laughs> and she wasn't going to her flat. Uh, so Darcy also shows up and her and Spinner uh, smooch. And Darcy's like... She's so over Bible camp after being away all summer. And seriously, like, that's such a nightmare. Like, could you imagine? Like, what? I mean, I know it's not just reading the Bible all summer. Like, you're doing actual summer camp things. Like, but, ugh. Finger banging and sleeping bags hiding under trees because you don't want anyone to find you. Yeah, that's Bible camp. I was going to say hand stuff. Yeah, hand stuff. Hand crafts. (laughs) I mean, like, I'm sure Bible camp was a nightmare, but she just comes back and she's like, you know, all the reasons, the core values that I broke up with you about, like, I don't care about any of those. Yeah, I don't care. You're my, you're my king. (laughs) Well, now that everybody's uh, nice and disgusted, 
Uh, <laughs> we get Peter in his car yelling to people, uh, and he says, Yo, uh, dudes, check out my whip. And then he has to be like, I mean my car. Uh, <laughs> like, Oh, God. Like, uh, Peter needed to be beaten up at least three times on that show, and it never happened, and it drives me crazy. Craig could have beaten him up in season five for what he did to Manny. Sean should have beaten Toby. him up at, at least five times. And Spinner, we'll see in the future, has a pretty good reason to want to beat the crap out of Peter. And he never got the shit beaten out of him. That's one of my biggest annoyances with the show. No. He deserved it so much and he never got it. I I feel a little like the way that they're sort of doing Peter in this episode. Like, you know, the entire last season, it was like he was like the cool new kid that Emma just like could not stay away from because he was so cool mm -hmm. and like now like this this episode like they're really leaning hard into him being like a a, a dweeby geek? little geek right yeah like, like you it's... were joking about how he's 17 he looks 17 and Sean's 18 <laughs> but honestly Peter's acting like he's 14 in this episode yeah, yeah, yeah. like he is a really big geeky dork and it I don't know how much the writer turnover affected this, but I feel like the characters were written completely differently from season yeah. to season. Yeah, yeah like last season odd. he was like written as being like cool. Mm -hmm. And now he is decidedly not cool. Like the opposite of cool. Like he's acting like JT in the early episodes here. <laughs> yes, huh. yeah. 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 He, reg he regressed badly. He would never like take a picture of anybody's boobs in this. Yeah, season. this this Peter. <laughs> <laughs> as soon as, as soon as he saw boobs, he scorched his shorts and ran to the bathroom. Like, let's... <laughs> yeah, that's exactly how he's acting. It's really odd. Well, he's given Manny and Emma a ride to school. So again, Manny's like, you know, I don't hate you enough to not get a free car ride. Uh, so then Sean pulls up, and it's like everything that is the opposite of Peter. Uh, <laughs> Gets out, hanging out by his car, looking as cool, like cool as fuck. Manny's like, "I'm gonna go over to say hi to uh, Sean and his biceps." Uh, Emma says that Sean has a tire iron for a brain. <laughs> so, like, did she really need to say that? Did she really need to say that? That was so unnecessary. Like, she was just unnecessarily bitchy in that moment. Well, also, <laughs> she's, really... unnec she's unnecessarily bitchy in this entire episode. Maybe she's <sighs> on her period. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, you know, we saw how she was when she was about to get her first one, and she was, uh, oh my god, she was a nightmare. So yeah, it could be. <laughs> but you know, it's funny, she says that about him, but it's like, Sean, in his initial run, was never shown as being fucking stupid. Like, he was... He got. He was doing poorly in school because of behavioral issues, not because right. he was a fucking moron. Right. So, great. Uh, so... Emma gives Peter a birthday present, which is, you know, a little downgrade from what his dad gave him. Uh, he goes from uh, a sixty-five thousand dollar car to a, a sewn together beanie. Yeah, <laughs> a knitted beanie <laughs> or a toque, a toque, toque. What do you call it up there? Uh, toque. toque? Uh, that yeah. is a beanie. Toque. It doesn't have, you know, with no pom pom and no uh, flap at the front. I believe that's still a beanie here. Okay. Okay, it's a beanie. And he's like, oh, I don't know what to say. And she says, you can say that I'm gorgeous, perfect, and you'll love me forever. And then in all caps, I wrote, I hate them both so much. So, Well, what about what about <laughs> after she says to Sean that, or says about Sean that he has a tire iron for a brain, and then Peter said, well, you dated him for years. And she said, I couldn't care less now, not when I have brains, biceps, beauty, and a hot, hot car all rolled up in one. And I was like, 
please tell me that Miriam laughed when she delivered that line for the first time, because I would I'd look at the writers and be like, you really want me to say this? You really want me to say this? Because I will not make it believable at all. <laughs> uh, well, she's obviously never seen him put his shirt off. Because <sighs> we do eventually. He's, he's a little noodle. He's the noodle kid. Wait a minute. The first scene she ever saw him in Venus, he was shirtless. They oh, were at the yeah. pool. Yeah, she knows what he looks like shirtless. Yeah, <laughs> what is, why is she lying? It's a little well, boy's body. I, you know, I'm not going to body shame anybody. You know, heroin chic is a look. <laughs> it's fine. Oh, yeah, that's what he's going for. <laughs> well, you know, I, I, I enjoy the thin heroin chic look on men. It's fine. Oh. But, I mean, let's not let's not pretend. Oh, you love Peter. He's your boyfriend now. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Snake welcomes Sean back to class. Uh, he's like, but don't take my laptop this time, you little fucking punk. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. What, yeah. uh, like, you little rogue? Yeah. Uh, Manny watches as Sean and Spinner give each other, like, a bro, like, hey, you're back, yeah. And she tells Emma that the bench press has been good to Sean. Emma says, well, I'm going to tell Craig that you said that. And Manny's like, what, like... I wish Manny had been like, it's not like I sucked his dick. Like, I just said he's fucking bench pressed. Like, <laughs> but uh, yeah. Unlike, unlike you and Jay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Which Sean doesn't know about yet, I don't believe. Uh, no, he does not. Yeah. Nope. And uh, Manny then says, well, yeah, I can never get Craig on the phone, which we don't talk a lot about Craig over the first few episodes, but that's your first hint that like, you know. And why would he? Like, Craig's, a, Craig's yeah. a fucking big rock star now, everybody, because that's realistic. Why would he be on the <laughs> phone with Manny? <clears throat> so now we go to a house. <laughs> and it appears that this is a house that is going to be lived in by Marco and Dylan. So question number one that I have is Marco <laughs> is going to school in Toronto along with Ellie. Uh, not, you know, they're, and, and I guess Dylan is also going to school in Toronto, right? Sure. Why would these people need to move out on their own? Right. Why would they buy your house? How can you afford it? Yeah. Why Did would they see yeah. that house? How much do you think that that house would cost? You rent yeah. In Toronto? Right. Even back then that would be expensive. Yeah. So Marco, who, as far as we know, because we follow him enough to see, he doesn't have a job. Uh, Ellie, who doesn't have a job. Dylan, who plays hockey, and yeah, they're renting a house. Well, like to go to university in the city that they live in. So, well, here's a question well, and, for you. You know, Ellie's getting oh, a residence, right? Yes. Yes. Which I'm sure is considerably cheaper than this off-campus, beautiful character home to rent. Um, but also, mm -hmm. why are you wanting? Like, so well, I mean, I, I guess ask you guys, did you guys, were you allowed to live off campus the first few years in school? Because we down here, they, it was basically like you had to live on campus. You didn't really live off campus. Like that was Canadian. a junior and senior year thing. Canadian university is like different. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah. everyone I know who went to university lived at home, except for like Ted. Oh, wow. <laughs> Very. I yeah. didn't. Yeah, I was gonna say like as we as we get into this, I'm glad, and in particular, I I know Courtney for sure has uh, res experience. Though I've learned over the years, <laughs> Ted also uh, has yeah. lived in residence. But I was every time they did residence stuff, I thought of Courtney, and I was like, I'm glad she's back because she can 
tell us about <laughs> tales of living in residence. <laughs> oh my God. Yes. Yeah. It's I'm the opposite, Arlo. Like everybody I know left and, and did live in residence. Well, I mean, friends. I you know what? If people like went away to university, I'm sure that they live in residence. It's just like you know, I grew up in Winnipeg, right? And there's two pretty big universities there. And everyone just like I didn't there's no reason to live in residence. Well, college. if you lived in Winnipeg, like I knew people who yeah. lived in residence that came in from out of town. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> but like if you lived in Winnipeg, why would you go to fucking residence at school in in Winnipeg? That that to Oh me yeah, is... that, no, that's silly. Yeah. 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 I mean, now the one explanation for Ellie might be you know, her mom's a drunk and Ellie actually moved out on her own for a few years. So maybe she's sure. moved back and then and been like, you know, maybe it's going OK. But she's like, you know, mom, it might be best if when I'm in university, I can get I can live in residence for cheap. Like, who knows? Right. But also, yeah, in, in Ellie's case, it does kind of make sense. Also, I like to think that there's some like poor fucker from outside of Toronto that really needed the cheap residence bed and Ellie has taken it from them. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, Paige is also there in the house, but she's going to be leaving for Banting in a few days, and she wants to have a moving away party, and everybody is basically competing for Marco's time. That's the storyline here. Uh, so, we're already off to a great start with, like, how interesting things are for the kids who have graduated, right? Do you, like, do you know people like this who are just like, you know what we should do? We should have a big party. But what they actually mean is you should do all, like you should put on a party. Like they always have all these great ideas, but they never, they never help. do the work. Yeah. <laughs> and like this is Paige in this episode. It's like she's like, I want a going away party. It's like, OK, Paige, then throw yourself a fucking going away party. Like, why yeah. does Marco even have to be involved in this? Like, do well, your thing. It's obviously important to you. Here's another question from the American in the group. Um, why? Have they been in at least two or three days of Degrassi, but the kids in university haven't started anything yet? <laughs> like, I don't understand that at all. The universities here, like, they don't follow the same schedule as the schools. I could see that. Like, I've seen it where, like, um, like schools, like high schools and things started on, like, the 1st, like, September 1st, and then universities don't start until after Labor Day. Yeah. Interesting, because it's opposite mm -hmm. here. Like okay. I started, I started uh, classes late August in college, and high school mm. wasn't until after Labor Day here. Yeah, so but, I was just wondering about that if it was a Canadian thing. Because... I was in high school, and my sister was in university, and I seem to remember it was fairly common that I would start. I mean, some, I, you know, depending on when Labor Day falls, I would start before Labor Day, and she would start after. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. I was wondering about that because I was like, what the hell kind of continuity is this? And why are they? <laughs> and also, we'll get into this later. But, uh, God, the whole college storyline in this particular episode and the conversations between Marco and Ellie are so fucking pretentious. I just want to put uh -huh. both their heads through a wall. Thank you, you. you know, you know they, what? I, I, oh. I don't actually, well, I mean, I guess we'll get into it, but I don't find that totally unrealistic because, like, there's so many people when you start university where you think you're such hot shit, right? Right. Like, I'm such right, a grown up now. But, like, and then you, you, like, look back and you're like, you're such a little piece of shit. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but there's so many people who probably, and they look down on, like, oh, I'm. So beyond high school now, right? But then oh, also... You're out of high school for five minutes. Like, calm down. But also at the same time, as we'll get to with Ellie, like, 
I'm so out of high school, but also I was the top high school person at this, which is meaningless when you're in university. Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. That could actually work against you in right. university because you have a false recognition of what reality is. And like in this scene, Marco complains about the coffee and you go, fucking dude, this isn't your house. I'm not, you know too bad i'm not your dad like i'm not sir she he's getting served coffee and he's like Ugh, bitch, get it yourself <laughs> yeah <laughs> like ugh, terrible uh, so we're back at school i enjoyed the start of this scene manny and sean are sitting on a bench and they're watching emma and peter kind of from across the lot and manny says to sean <laughs> emma is gorgeous right. isn't she and sean agrees so she smacks him in the back of the head <laughs> yeah, it's like, hello, that's a leading question. What are you doing? Yeah, uh, and says, don't even think about it. She's like, Emma is in a good place. So Manny wants Emma to stay with Peter. And again, it's like, I want her to stay with the guy who filmed my tits and then sent them around the school without my consent in front of my face as an act of revenge. Yeah. Like, that's I mean, cool. oh God, there's so much about this that's so bad. <laughs> God. Like what would like what would girls watching this think? That's my question. Like, what are girls like young impressionable girls thinking? Like, oh yeah, I guess it's not that bad, right? Like that's what I want to know because yeah, you know when this up. was out, I was old when this was out. I was thirty two when this season premiered, so I I, mean, I didn't watch it in real time. I binge watched seasons one through nine, and I really want to know what it was like as a teenager to watch this and see what Peter did to Manny see what Emma did to Manny by dating Peter and then see Manny accept it. Like, it's not a problem. Like what? No, it's not right. Like, like I never had a problem with the fact that like, uh, you know, um, from, you know, people of who have authority that Peter kind of got away with it. Like, I don't like it, but I'm like, that happens. Right. But, but the fact that, yeah, that Manny's just like, Oh, he's dating Emma and we live, I live with Emma and that's cool. And I'm going to take rides from him. And, He's been so good to her, like all that stuff. I'm like, the fuck is going on? Like, that's yeah, I ridiculous. Think, I honestly think an apology scene would have gone a long way with me. <laughs> yeah. In this regard, like, you know, when Emma was dealing with her anorexia and, you know, Manny and Peter were bonding to, like, banding together to, you know, deal with that or whatever, like, just a scene where Peter was like, look, like, I'm really sorry. I regret what I did. Like, all of the things. You know, rather than Manny just like being like, "Well, I guess you're dating Emma." Mm -hmm. Yeah, like he never, he yeah, he never apologized for it, and it's really the writers trying to set this up in a way where you could see where Peter's coming from later in the episode. I guess maybe is how they're doing it. I don't know, but it's it's uh, I don't like it. I felt bad for Manny, but then she said last year was nonstop Emma Rama drama. And then I felt a li- little bit less bad for her. And I was like, well, maybe you did deserve it for saying, stop saying crazy shit like that. And it's bad enough That's we're going to hear her say cuckoo bananas about 8,000 oh, times. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, and when that, they, when they tried to turn the show, yeah, they tried to turn the show into full house where everyone just has a catchphrase. Yeah, that was her. <laughs> I noted bananas. that. Yeah. Further down in the notes, I said this show i think is becoming a weird warped full house just the 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 banter is so stilted and just weird like you no one on earth talks like this and also i want to outlaw the french language because it comes up later they start shoehorning little tiny french words and french phrases into what they're saying and it's so awkward and i hate it (laughs) that's all 
<laughs> so Peter is working on his engine. He's trying out a filter. Sean notices from a distance that he's doing it wrong. And so then he tells Peter that he can set him up with more mods for the car. Uh, Sean says that he's headed up to Woodbridge. And Peter's like, that's where the street races are. And that's not the first thing that I thought of when Peter said he's headed to Woodbridge. Because you know what else is in Woodbridge? Italians. <laughs> oh, 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 it's hello. like it's like the Italian community in Toronto, but I guess also street racing. So, <laughs> yeah, in the Degrassi universe, that's what Woodbridge is known for. Uh, Emma's oh. expressing concern about street racing, and Peter and Sean both are like, "It's fun." And Emma si says, "If fun were people, she'd be China." Um, which again, I'm like, "What?" Like. Speaking I can't believe that was it. That was that was the whole sentence. <laughs> like, what a stupid thing to say. What? Like she's trying to tell them, like I'm fun. If fun were people, I'd be China. Like what? <laughs> also, also me stupid. <laughs> Thank you very much. I mean, she realizes what she said because when she said it, she makes that face like, "What the fuck did I just say? <laughs> <laughs> Why did I say that?" Mm -hmm. Uh, we cut to the street race area, people just hanging out in a parking lot with their cars, and only Arlo will get this reference, but it reminds me of Portage Avenue on a Sunday night oh, God. in Winnipeg. <laughs> Fucking pretty cool. cruise night where people just drive up the street and then drive back down it, and unless they're oh, in a yeah, parking we have, lot. We have things like that here, too, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Wait, why, that, that's what you call a cruise night? People cruise drive night, up and down the street? Cruise yep. night in Winnipeg, Yep. Every Isn't Sunday. it not like an old car show, like in a parking lot? <laughs> oh, there's that too. Yeah, there's that yeah, too. That's, we have that here. Yeah. yeah. Okay. We yeah, either have the I... people revving their loud engines in their souped-up cars going up oh. and down the streets here, or they're parked in fast food restaurant parking lots with their yeah. cars. They yeah. do that Great. here too. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Fantastic. Yep. Uh, so Peter shows up, and Jay is immediately not impressed, and Sean says that they're going to mod Peter's car. And Jay asks why, but Alex, who is also there, knows exactly what's going on. <laughs> I love Alex her. is like inexplicably there in like like high heels, like a car mall or something. <laughs> like I, she's like Cha Cha Di Gregorio. Yeah, from yeah, Greece. yeah. Like for some reason, they've like inserted Alex into this <laughs> weird, like. <laughs> sexy car girl narrative like it's mm -hmm. very strange good luck boys <laughs> yeah, like basically what? Chewing, basically chewing bubble gum start like, your okay. engines yeah, yeah. No, for real yeah. like i it's, it was strange to me that they put her in that role again we keep saying it but what the change from season five to six mm. is just so jarring when you, when you don't watch it in a while and you're like oh yeah this is really weird uh, Emma approaches and Jay says, Lord, forgive my sinful thoughts. And I was like, well, she did suck his dick. So more than once. <laughs> but, yeah, but Sean doesn't know that. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Peter shows Sean the part that he wants to put in his car and Sean goes to help with the installation. So cool. Wait, you skipped over the part where Sean basically threatened Jay's life <laughs> for saying that about Emma. That's right. Yes. Like, yeah. Yeah. He's like, Emma's my friend, you know, like, fuck you and don't mess with her. And Shay's probably thinking in his head, she too sucked my dick and you have late. no idea. Oh, God. Yeah, like, too late, man. 
<laughs> so we go back to Marco and Ellie. They are looking at courses when they're at the dot, which <laughs> it's why are they at the dot? <laughs> Number one, they're well, the, at the dot. The dot has added some cozy study spaces, apparently. Yeah. It's no longer just a diner. Now they turned it into Central Perk. Central Perk. <laughs> <laughs> okay, are you kids going to buy anything or what? Like, yeah. Come on. Gunther comes over and takes their order. Yeah. Yeah, Spinner, is now, Spinner is now Gunther, mm-hmm. cleaning up their coffee, right. their giant cappuccino cups. So the other thing is... It's been a long time, obviously, since uh, I've gone to university. Uh, but I do not think that it is typical to choose your university courses a couple of days before you start. <laughs> no. No. Uh, we didn't do that down here either. Uh, Courtney, you did you... Knew what you were doing. I mean, you could, you could register for oh. a course, like, the day of if you want, if it's available. But that's not the way it goes. Right, Courtney? You're right, Alan. It's not. That is not how it is. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, no, it's like a nerve-wracking process where you're like, oh, my God, did they get all of the numbers right? And, yeah, it's just not a fun experience. And no. you have to do it in advance. Yeah. Yeah, well in advance. My first year in Oswego, I transferred up there, but I made sure that I had no classes Monday, Wednesday, Friday, only Tuesday, Thursday. But I made it Tuesday, Thursday, like 9.30 a.m. to 5.30 p.m. Boy. But it was good, though, because having Monday – well, it wasn't good because I, I did really bad that semester because I was drinking all the time. Because I had Monday, Wednesday, Friday off, I was drinking mm. all the nights that I didn't mm. have classes. So, yeah. Nice. Mm. Well, as someone who didn't go to university, I thought it seemed really realistic. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's and how it happens. The, and therein lies the problem. Because yeah. kids will be thinking, oh, I could pick my classes like two days before. And then they get there mm. like, oh, shit, I should have done this like two months ago. So Paige comes in and says she's got party ideas, one of which is piñatas. I wrote, "Come on." So we got That magazine moment. looked like a Brad Brad. It looked like a bride magazine with all those flags in it. Like you know how brides put flags in magazines? That's oh, what yes. Paige did. You are mag- losing me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um what? we do get a little moment with Paige there when she and Spinner cross paths which is a little nod to their little tryst uh-huh. at the end of last season. So apparently things are a little awkward between them, I guess. Does anyone want to talk about the courses that Ellie doesn't understand? <laughs> oh, uh, you did, what are they? There's one about uh, post-Marxism. Oh, God. Yeah. And what was the other one? Falcor? Is that how he's... Falcor... It's French. Foucault? Velcro. I, I don't know. I mean, the post- Nobody knew how they, it was pronounced on the thing either, apparently. Um, but I had to look it up, of course. And it's basically like a philosophy that boiled way, 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 way down is uh, knowledge is power, basically. <laughs> I, oh. took, I took varieties of socialism, <laughs> um, which uh, just was me getting mad uh, the whole time that I was in that class because it was... Filled with, you know, like, you know the type. The university fucking, like, <laughs> left-wing, like, ultra-left-wing, mm-hmm. like, smarty-pants people who would mm-hmm. come into class and then spend the whole time fighting with each other over the best way to, like, overthrow the system. <laughs> and I'm sitting here and so I'm just good. like, none of this is going to work. Cap- like, And I, by the way, I say this as, like, a leftist. I'm, but I'm like, none of this mm-hmm. is going to work. Capitalism is going to prevail. Like... 
your, yeah. your dreams are going to be dashed. And then I wrote a paper at the end of the year about that. <laughs> I was like, that was my thesis. I was like, socialism won't prevail because I just listened to all these fucking dorks in class fight with each other. <laughs> yeah. You're like, we're all doomed. Yeah. <clears throat> Don't yeah. even try. Yeah. But anyways, I mean, you know, I've, I'm going to piss off all the socialists, but no one eats their own more than the fucking left wing. Like, again, this is the team I'm on, but wow. It's like, true, though. You no, can't, it's yeah, it's like, oh, you're not this kind of left wing. Oh, you're not, you you don't hit it perfectly to support every little fucking cause. So yeah, you're a piece no, of shit. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. So it's amazing. Anyways. So where are we here? Oh, Yeah. Back to the street races. P- Sean finishes the installation, and Peter is getting on Jay's case about his car. He's like, "Were you leaning on my car?" And I, Jay, should have punched him there too. Um, <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah, Jay could have done that too. Yeah. Yeah, Jay could have sh- sh- kicked him. I would have been fine with that. Uh, as- Why don't we see the next scene like with Peter in the hospital and he's in a full body cast? <laughs> yeah, that, like seriously, that would be more realistic. Yeah. Jay is not like a. You figure he would just wipe the floor with them right there and then. Yeah. But he doesn't make any sense. So as they're bickering, Sean approaches Emma, who's knitting, which I thought was a nice callback to her uh, dad. That would be Shane, who also knits, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If Mike Nelson was there, he'd be like, heredity, huh? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Emma says it's her new obsession and she comments again that she's surprised Sean has returned to Degrassi Sean says that he wants his diploma and Emma's like well there are high schools in Wasaga and Sean's like there are lots of things in Wasaga um, Emma asks Fun fact it, there aren't high schools in Wasaga they have to go to Collingwood I looked that up <laughs> yeah. yeah I was yeah. going to say the same thing <laughs> yep it, there is no high school in Wasaga it's a beach <laughs> yep. it's a beach what are you going to build yeah. a school on a beach it'll sink yeah Fuck. <laughs> It's like, what is this fucking Bayside? Come on. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but like, they're Canadian. Why don't they know that? Like, I, I mean, I get why they said it, but the, the writers are Canadian. You're born and raised in Canada. You should know that Wasega Beach doesn't have high schools. Like, just, I, I don't. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're like, nope, nobody else knows. Who cares? Let's just pretend they do. Yeah, yeah, no, they don't know that I'm watching. Yeah, it's not like a bunch of fucking 40-somethings are watching this school for high school kids and breaking down every scene and making fun of it. Who, What kind of losers uh, would do that? Yeah, Just say they didn't know that someone, someone like me was going to notice a fucking mic pack in someone's pocket in the first scene. <laughs> uh, Emma asks if he's running away from something, and Sean says, I, maybe I'm running to something. But Ugh. and before Blech. before I'm able to react to this, and my next sentence is in all caps, and then he pulls blueprints out of his pocket for his own auto shop. <laughs> so like, <laughs> like carries around everywhere. Yeah, like we're not talking about like a postcard size thing. He's got this big rolled up poster that he. Well, unrolled. did you notice that he had that? He had that when he was with Manny on the bench. Yeah. So you yeah. guess he's just been carrying these blueprints. Around, yeah. but then okay, I'm no architect, uh, but I believe in blueprints. Isn't it typically supposed to be like the structural layout and the measurements and like that kind of view? <laughs> because on Sean's yeah. blueprints, 
there is a drawing of the front of a store that's like... I saw the blueprints of the floor plan on the bottom. It didn't look very big, but I saw it because I used to want to be an architect when I was okay. younger. So I, I looked and I, <laughs> you could see it in the uh, bottom left corner. There was something there that looked like floor plan. I feel like he probably started to do a big floor plan and then just gave up and drew a picture of the front of the store and was like, Cameron's auto repair. So Yeah. Yeah. So... As they're looking at these blueprints together, their hands, you know, touch each other and they pull away. And Emmy look, Emma looks over at uh, Manny, who's giving a disapproving look. So there you go. <laughs> Did you notice when Anna, Emma is uh, knitting, she is just holding, <laughs> like every time they show her, quote, knitting, she's just kind of like moving her hands around while holding and knitting. Yeah. I didn't oh, know yeah. that. And yeah. I don't know how to knit, but I was like, okay, you could, <laughs> like, we had the internet back then. You could have looked it up, like, how to knit. And she's just like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm knitting. <laughs> Baker. She uh, looked like um, that puppet from Mr. Dress Up. Was it Casey that can't, like, bend? And he's, he's just like, <laughs> puppet's hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Look, I knit. <laughs> Miriam was probably like, please don't try and show me. Or don't tro- show me trying to knit on the show. Just have me hold everything. I can't do this. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that yeah. hard. <laughs> so we're back at Degrassi. The next day, Emma and Sean are still awkward. Manny is still disapproving. Uh, and now, uh, Ted, I believe this next scene is all for you. Oh. Dylan is touring people in the house uh, because <laughs> they're trying to get somebody to rent the extra room out. Uh, which again is funny, and we'll get into this because Ellie's right there, but she's like, "I'm off to res." Like they're like, "Man, it would be really great if we could have somebody move into this extra room in our place. It'll probably be cheap because we're sharing rent. Sure, would be nice if it was a friend." And Ellie's like, "Well, I'm off to res." So, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Marco is tired because he was up all night packing, and then Marco tells us and teases us that his dad. <laughs> And oh. Uncle Louie are helping with the move. Oh. I was so excited. Oh, I was like, oh, my God. Don't you dare tease me. Don't you break my heart, Marco. Like, I want to see those guys. Not only are we getting Marco's dad. And remember, we haven't covered Degrassi in like a year. So we're just starved for Marco's dad. But <laughs> there's an Uncle Louie now? <laughs> Come on. Added uh, to the cast of Hey Marco, which in my head was the show that should have been the spinoff from Degrassi. They should hey. have canceled it at like season four. Is, hey Marco. And they get in like crazy. Um, he basically becomes like the Urkel, like uh, Marco's dad. So Family Matters started out and then but Steve Urkel got really popular and then it basically became the Urkel show. And that's what I wanted Degrassi Next Generation to be. Eventually it becomes the Marco's dad show. Well, here's another yeah, one. Mar- Marco ideas. says that he's convinced his dad that Dylan is just his roommate. And I thought, okay, if they get Ellie to move in, then yes. <laughs> then Marco could be like, oh, yeah, Dylan and Ellie are dating. And Marco's dad could basically be Mr. Roper. <laughs> yes. I said reverse threes company. Because <laughs> they he can't be gay. Whereas Jack had to pretend he was gay. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so good. Breaks itself. Uh, so Manny is telling Emma that she had lunch with Sean and he talked a lot about her. And again, Emma's like, what did he say? And Manny smacks him. So I feel like Manny's thing is just like setting people up for physical abuse. 
Uh, Manny says, you know, me and Peter went through hell with you last year, and now you're falling for Sean Cameron. Actually, she says, the Sean Cameron man trap, which, I mean, the story checks out. (laughs) This is so, like, you know, I just hate Emma so much. Like, really, like, Manny speaks for all of us. Like, you went through all this fucking bullshit last year. Like sneaking around with Peter and like threat, like threatening your lifelong friendship with Manny just because you couldn't stay away from Peter at all, and like he's so important to you, and like immediately you're just like, "Hi, Sean!" Like, fuck off with all that. <laughs> like, seriously, we went through all of this fucking drama just for you and, to be like, "Sean!" Like, fuck you, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> you hear that, Emma? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, the other thing is, yeah, the other thing is, Emma and Sean, prior to the shooting, coexisted in the school for like a year. Right. Right, and and Sean was living with Ellie, Mm -hmm. and there was no drama, no bullshit, no fucking anything with the two of them. And then the shooting happened, and like immediately after the shooting, Sean fucked off to Wasaga Beach. Well, now Sean has biceps and Emma has boobs. So because <laughs> yeah, Sean, Sean comes back and they're like <laughs> all the and they're like like because they they are trying though to convince us that the drama that Emma has gone through has been related to Sean. But Emma did not have a lot of Sean drama in the past. Like there was some no. when they broke well, up. But in the last season, like it started off with her because she saw someone get fucking killed who pointed a gun to her and almost killed her, right? And then she got an STI and sucked off a guy and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> like she's done all this stuff, but fucking Sean hasn't been a part of any of this. Well, that's that's the other thing. In season five, the first episode where she sees Peter at the pool and whatever, one of her first lines is something about uh, Hurricane Sean blowing through a trailer park where Sean wasn't even there for the second half of season four when she went through all that stuff. And it was just really weird that they brought him up out of nowhere in season five, setting her up to have this thing for Peter. So yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand it at all. I mean, why don't they just say what it is? Sean came back looking good. And Emma was like, Oh damn, I'm okay. Like that's all it is. (laughs) Oh, I'm with a skinny weasel. I want to be with this hot bicep guy <laughs> yeah that's, that's what it Great. is 100 canadian beef i mean manny really should have <laughs> if we're being real here i mean it would have been delicious if manny and sean hooked up because yes. that would have been the biggest fuck you to emma after what she did to manny in season I want, five i want that for manny i want that for manny i mean yeah. think but of the dimple you know combination residual friendship checks are just too big yeah i know but it just would have been so like amazing for manny to be like you know what fuck you i'm gonna fuck him and but she didn't (laughs) missed opportunity manny Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so peter approaches and emma wishes him a happy birthday and sean is like or peter's like sean is taking me to the races uh you want to come and Emma is like, I'm not down for this. And also, like, so now Peter is all of a sudden obsessed with Sean and the races. Like, Peter is also like, I want to date Sean, too. Uh. <laughs> oh, Peter totally had a crush on him. Peter oh, should man. have been by. I mean, honestly, they should mm. have made him by in later seasons. But he was, I mean, you'll see it later on. Yeah. Uh, but 
<laughs> Let me just tell you, I'm bi, and when I had crushes on girls, I tried to emulate them. So leave the let's okay. Yeah. Just think of that, and then we'll talk about stuff in this episode and later that coincide with that. <laughs> um, so mm. Emma says she just wants dinner and a movie and no car talk. And then in a pretty funny scene, we immediately cut to the two of them at the dot. And Peter's like, and then the car does this. And then the car does that. And I really like cars. And you know what's cool about my car? And Emma is not interested, but she's like, look, I'm glad you and Sean are getting along. And so she says, you know what? Let's go to the races again. So yay. Um, at Marco's place, we've got band rehearsal. Uh, here's who's playing in the band now. It's Ashley, Drake, Marco, and Spinner playing a reggae song that I described as that no one could possibly enjoy. <laughs> no, turn that up. Um, it's called Soul Shine, Alan. It's hideous. Uh, people are there for the party. Uh, Darcy, who is also there because I guess Spinner is there, approaches Paige. Jeez. <laughs> like, like, Right? Yeah. Oh my god, this was so embarrassing. She walks up to Paige. <laughs> Presumably they have not spoken since... I mean, maybe ever, because I don't think Darcy ever spoke to Paige with all the shit that happened at the end of season five. But she right. comes you know up what? to Paige, and she's like, maybe I'm the only one that's not sorry to see you go. I know you had sex with Spinner last year, and I thought you were above being a low-grade hoe. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, did... Did Darcy rehearse this all summer at Bible camp, I wonder? Oh, God. Um, oh, yeah, absolutely. What else would you do at Bible camp? <laughs> yeah, I guess so, right? Night. I don't know. I, I thought I explained that earlier. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Paige says that she'll uh, pass on a cat fight with Darcy um, and that Darcy can save the drama for high school. So, again, there's one where it's like, ah, I'm so above your high school drama. Darcy, mm -hmm. I'm going to university now, so more of that. But then... <laughs> oh, brrr, ba, 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 ba. Here we go. Yeah, we got... Marco's dad comes in the room. Uh, as the music is playing, he's moving a dresser and fucking bopping along to the reggae music, and I love it. I love it so much. <laughs> Can't get enough. He's like, is that the, the police thing? It sounds like a sting in the later years of the police. Marco. <laughs> yeah. A Ashley sees him and tells Marco that he's there. So Marco stops playing and uh, tells his dad that uh, they were supposed to be moving in tomorrow. But Marco's dad's like, a Louis could only get the van at the day. So, hey. hey. Marco says he's having a party and his dad's like, I know. And he's like, Hey, everyone. <laughs> it's -a me, Marco's dad. But did his accent seem less than it was in season five? It didn't seem as as uh, Mario. A little bit less. This. Yeah. A little bit yeah. less. But you know what? Not, not when I impersonate him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and then he introduces Louie, who oh. gives a big goofy, a goofy smile to everybody and is like, Hey, everyone. <laughs> I'm a Louie. <laughs> He pokes his head in, and I'm like, oh, this is great. I love this. I mean, the writers really show. missed a chance at making him Uncle Luigi. I mean, come on. Yeah, exactly. Oh, it's close. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Dylan offers to help with the move, but Marco's dad falls over, and he's like, oh, my back is thrown. Oh. 
how uh, you say in English, a throne. <laughs> so then he's lying on the ground and he says to Marco, Marco, it's okay. <laughs> just to pretend I'm not here. So, <laughs> so he's just going to lay down in the hallway of the house while everybody's partying. How can a show that is so kind of poorly written but writes this character so perfectly? I just don't get it. <laughs> It's genius. <laughs> like, I love Marco too. Here. Yeah. Marco's oh. like, you want me to ignore a 200 pound uh, Italian man on the floor? <laughs> yep. Amazing. <laughs> and so they move him to the couch. Uh, we're back to the street races. Uh, people are gathering and uh, looking at cars again. And Emma gives Sean a bottle of water for being nice to Peter. Like that. Sean's like, that's not what I wanted. Uh, Sean says he talked to Manny and is like, Emma, did something happen last year? So um, Emma admits to the anorexia uh, from the last year. Uh, but then someone says the race is about to start. And uh, she's surprised that Peter has decided he's going to race. And he's like, it's just from one end of the lot to the other. So it's got to be a big fucking lot. Um, and we get Peter that's uh, he's going to race against Jay. And Alex, as you all said, is like, all Tasha. right, start your engines, boys. <laughs> 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 so Peter and Jay race and Peter wins the race and he's so excited. But as he's kind of uh, happy with himself, the police show up and everybody takes off and Emma doesn't have time to get into Peter's car. So, of course, she dives into Sean's car. And I mean, who wouldn't? That's did we notice that Peter actually cheated in the race because he was supposed to go around the light post and he didn't? <laughs> so of course oh. he won the race because he cut it. He, he cut it. He cut that corner and didn't go around the light post. Piece of shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the party is over and uh, this is back at the uh, the university kids' house. Paige is giving coffee to Marco who has worn out from the last few days and is like, if this was crazy, what's university going to be like? Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, Paige, uh, him and Paige talk about how they're sad that she's going to leave. He's like, you're leaving. Ellie's in res. Craig is in Vancouver. And I'm nervous about moving in with Dylan. And Paige is like, we're all scared. It's just the unknown. <laughs> I, I don't need this storyline, everybody. I do not need it. Yeah. No. <laughs> pointless. Yeah. So pointless. Yeah. Marco asks uh, her to get a good long distance plan. And the thing that upsets me the most about this scene is that during the entire scene, Marco's dad is on the couch with no lines. <laughs> oh, I know. I saw him in the background there. I was like, come on. Put the boom <laughs> mic over towards him, please. Yeah. Yeah. He's just laying there. This is a waste. Total waste. <sighs> Complete uh, waste. Emma and Sean pull up in the street and they're so excited to have escaped the cops. Sean tells Emma that he's messing things up for her and he's bad news, which like must be turning her on at the same time that she like, you're bad news, oh. Sean Cameron. You're such bad news. She's loving this. Yeah. This is the best thing. Uh, well, what, what are you rebelling against, Sean? What do you got? That's what attracted her to it's him in the first place in season one, because as soon absolutely. as... absolutely. As soon as uh, Archie was like, you know, why don't you introduce yourself? And he's like, no. <laughs> and Emma like, turned and was like, who is that? So, yeah. <laughs> She's like, the drama is strong with this one. <laughs> I must insert myself into the situation as quickly mm -hmm. as possible. Yep. Insert. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> so he says they need to stop hanging out, and she's like, I don't want you to stop. And then oh, there's smooching. And then Emma's <laughs> phone rings, and it's Peter, but she does not answer because they need to keep smooching, and it's to be continued. Oh. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. I just wanted to make note in this scene that Emma is a not only a willing participant but is a uh, is is propelling this forward. Um, I feel like it's important to note that in terms of her attitude in the next scene. Oh, that yes. we'll get to in the next episode. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. it was. I don't know if two different people wrote the episodes, which I don't think <laughs> huh. that's. I, I hope that's not the case because. I figured this was all written as one big script and they split it up into two episodes. Like, I'm not sure how that works, but yeah, like you said. I would assume they did. But yeah, yeah. we'll uh, we'll discuss that next episode, of course. But I just wanted to make an extra special note of uh, Emma's participation in this particular scenario. Now, I will say the younger fans of this show talk about this kiss. Uh, They talk about Manny's thong being a cultural reset, whatever that means. But they also talk about this kiss being the same thing just because of the way it was with Sean biting her lip twice. Because <laughs> if you look at the YouTube comments under this episode, if it's back up, oh, my God, they're so you. I laughed my ass off one night scrolling down through like 200 comments of girls <laughs> being like, I want to be kissed like that. Oh, my God. Like, just the whole comment section. It was the funniest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I thought to myself, wow, I wonder what it was like actually watching this first run. Like, being like, because I know people who were Sean and Ellie fans who were like, oh, no, no that, that kiss was, like, fucking amazing. <laughs> mm. huh. And I'm like, he's eating her face. Like, what? <laughs> and, you know, you rehearse that stuff usually beforehand. Like, you kind of, like, choreograph things where you say, okay, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do this. So just to let you know, because you don't want to spring that shit on someone. So did he discuss that with her? And be like, by the way, chomp. Just, just be warned. I'm going <laughs> to chomp on your lip a couple times. I hope you're okay with that. <laughs> Skip lunch. <laughs> I was hungry. We, re- we, we shot this late in the day. By the way, when they pulled up in the car, you didn't reali- you did realize they were in front of the school, right? <laughs> Oh, yeah? No. Yeah. They're in front of the school. Like, you don't know they're in front of the school, but when you look at the fence, you're like, oh, that's in front of the school building where the set is. That's that's where that was. Everything yeah. good wow. happens at Degrassi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't get away from the school. So good. Well, uh, we're going to come back in a week and uh, see what's uh, going to continue on with the storyline. I know you all can't wait, especially what happens with the university kids. Well. <laughs> yeah. So uh, until then, let's all do our farewells. We've got uh, returning from the void, Courtney. Woohoo! I'm at the same place, Courtney. Twelve ninety three. Um, I also forgot to wish Alan a belated happy birthday. Woo woo! Yeah, right? maybe. And Ted. Woo, Ted. Uh-huh. It was Ted's birthday since the last time we were on, too. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I think it was everybody's birthday since last yeah, time I was yeah. on. Oh. <laughs> Did your girlfriend cheat on you on your birthday? Like Emma cheated on Peter on his birthday? Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. On his actual birthday. Courtney, uh, one thing that you have been doing more in your hiatus is you just posting all the time now to Instagram and Facebook. There's just Oh yeah. All these adventures. Am... What's going on? I'm trying to become a mom influencer. A mom influencer. Just oh. kidding. <laughs> I just was bored. 
It'll probably die down. All right. Well, you can actually see posts from Courtney now. She, uh, If she'd only posted like that at our Degrassi uh, Instagram back in the day, I wouldn't have had to have taken it over. <laughs> Sorry. That's my, you know, I start something and then, then I stop it because I get bored. Uh, so want, thanks for taking over, Alan. Uh, if we want pictures of the dogs on the beach, who uh, do we need to uh, follow? Woof, woof, woof. That's probably me and Linda. Um, Tad at Say Wah 3 on the Instagram machine. There hasn't been, well, there's been maybe a little bit of Linda content lately. Just a little She's, bit. Uh, just a little bit. She's sleeping right now. Lazy. On the couch. Lazy. She had a good Documented. day. She was swimming. She was down in my brother's yard chasing a rat. El rata. I think he's in the bushes somewhere. So I don't know if it's a he or she. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Let's uh, let's bump it to Rogine, the 16th. Biggest city in Canada. Arlo's always talking about the stat. stat. I didn't know we were that big, actually. But uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram at A-R-L-O-E-S-C-O-T-T. And uh, let's uh, head on over to Stacy. What's my name again? Stacy, yes. Um, Priyanka. SR Gots on... uh, What were we talking about? Instagram. Yes, sorry. It's hot in my room. I'm dying. Um... SR Gots on Instagram, Stace Gots on Twitter. Not that anyone sees my tweets anymore because uh, Elon Musk is a dickhead. Um, I actually had my cousin text me earlier. He's like, I don't see your tweets anymore. I'm like, great, cool. Um, and I'm on TikTok at SR Gots. And uh, in order or celebrating season six, I'm putting up a bunch of uh, TikToks about season six of Degrassi. <laughs> And if I want to uh, know more about the uh, current last place team in the American League East, where can I go for oh, content? No, you did it. <laughs> uh, how about someone teach Alec Manoa some controls so he doesn't fucking kill someone in a game? Maybe. Oh. I don't know. Uh, you can actually, you know what? We passed 3,500 subscribers oh. on YouTube. Unlocked on Yankees, and because Shohei Otani beat us last week, we had a fourteen thousand view video. <laughs> I mean, you so, said like nothing brings the the clicks like the Yankees doing poorly, right? Like it's oh, actually yeah, good no, for business. It's, it's 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 bad if they win. Like they beat the Royals last weekend, and our numbers went down. But before that, we were getting like four thousand views a video, which is more than double what we normally do on Locked On Yankees. So uh, you know, mentally, I don't want them to lose, but professionally, I'm kind of like just keep sucking because it's better for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want and to, me. yeah, oh well, yeah, Courtney, of course. Go Jays! They won today, didn't they? Again, Yay. probably the Angels. The Angels aren't going to do anything, even though they decided to keep Otani and make trades. Yeah, good job, yeah. Angels. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you can follow us on. Uh, let's see, where are we on Instagram? We are at Narbos and Broomheads Podcast, or follow us on X at Narbos Podcast. <laughs> Oh, are no. you really? Are you really calling it that? Oh my god! Nope. I'm sorry. What are you talking about? <laughs> X. You know X. The yeah, site. So cool. Yeah. 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 Elon Musk is finally cool now. <laughs> yeah. This just in. Cool. Did you see <laughs> oh that they put god. this big fucking flashing X on the top of their building? Oh uh, my god! And it and it's no. so bright that if you live across the street, it's just a fucking nightmare. Uh, it's shining gonna, in your it's window. It's going to cause people to have seizures. That's how bad <laughs> it is. Yeah. Uh-oh. It's bad. Yeah. yeah. So, anyways, you know what? Don't follow us on uh, Twitter, everybody. Fuck Twitter. Yeah. Just follow us on Instagram or uh, comment on our Facebook page. I can't believe that I'm like, yeah, Mark Zuckerberg is a cool guy now. Like, that's mm-hmm. the most amazing thing about Elon Musk is he's made like the Zuckerberg fucking platforms be like, that's a great alternative. Go to that. <laughs> so, 
depressing. Yeah. It's giving me agita. Uh, uh, yeah, and if you want to follow me, slip with five eyes or slip. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all in a week, everybody. Bye. Bye. See you later. Baby. Well, I just said I don't get my love. Maybe I would. I would walk around and got makeup. Don't you get caught my dreams? Everyone thinks I'm so good. I went crazy at the school. Yeah.